So when I move my studio in there, I'm gonna literally be pe like peeing in a bucket. And I'm just gonna have to pee in it and then just dump it out, wash it out and bring it back up every time I film. <laughs> just spilled a guitar cocktail on myself. I was just leaning to turn this on and this is what happened. And I'm about to get super heavily involved with something that I'm gonna take all of you along the ride with me. I want something sexy. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Hello everyone, welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R, don't get it twisted. I'm your host, Cat Wonders, and this is episode 118. I have this tie in my hair, for those of you that are listening to this. It's not officially a bow, it's just like a scrunchie with these long kind of pieces of fabric attached. It looks very cheerleader to me, but I'm not really sure if I'm loving the way that I've done it. <laughs> it just feels a bit weird, and I hear the odd strange thing, and then it'll graze across my ear and I'm like, what is that? I just have to keep remembering that it's in my hair. I'm back and happy new year. It is 2024. And um, this is, I think, coming out a day late because yesterday I had a bunch of stuff going on construction wise. Um, and I've officially started shifting into my new studio. So hopefully the next episode will be in my new studio. So I've been spending hours and hours and hours putting up the wallpaper. So I have like a 28 foot wall in my new studio and the podcast wall. And I'm gonna incorporate, I think the corner as well. It's, it's not just gonna be like this where it's just like the wall, um, but putting on the wallpaper strip by strip has been a freaking. it's been interesting. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever put up wallpaper, but this is peel and stick, thank God. Because I just find that I have so much leeway, I can pull it, rip it all off and start again. Um, now the stuff that I'm using, I think it's from a company called um, Happy Wall, but it overlaps about a quarter inch, roughly. So you kind of can gauge where it should line up. Uh, so, but I've been having trouble and it's not the wallpaper. I, I was convinced at some point that it was the wallpaper. I was like, this, I'm doing everything right. Like what the hell? No, it was definitely me. So I'm just getting like every strip that I do, I'm just learning to line up a longer piece instead of just trying to line up a couple of things up here, like, like 10 square inches where I should, I gotta be down here and up here and you'll, you'll see when you, I'm not gonna give anything away, but when Hopefully, like I said, when I film my next episode, you will be part of the new studio. <laughs> See what I'm talking about because um, it's patterned and it's actually like a mural pattern. So it's not just like this. It creates an entire image. So four panels equals one of the image and then it kind of continues itself. So you'll only kind of see, I wanted a larger scale wallpaper and I was... I had so many different ideas, but this one happened to work out the best for everything and everyone. And I did pay a little extra for it because it is apparently like a higher quality of paper and damn it is. This shit <laughs> started peeling like the day after I put it up and I put it up with the walls being fairly like clean. I didn't scrub the walls, but we had just painted pretty much and there shouldn't have been like dust or grease or anything on the wall but this has been peeling off like crazy and it's super thin and it also stretches quite a bit. So, which is not good when you're trying to line up wallpaper, right? You don't want stretching happening and then nothing lines up. But um, I watched like five YouTube videos on how to hang wallpaper, peel and stick wallpaper. And the tips that I got actually super, like helped quite a lot. Um, so if you're ever gonna do peel and stick wallpaper, Make sure you watch videos on how, like tips on how to do it properly because it is different than like pasted wallpaper or per more permanent styles that are just like not a lot of leeway, let's say. Um, and <laughs> the front of my house, it looks kind of like 
an Ikea warehouse because <laughs> it's like there's so many boxes. There's some opened, some unopened. Um, and because I'm doing a lot of the moving and stuff myself, I have to open the box on like my snowy front porch and bring piece by piece into my new studio <laughs> rather than try to lug a huge box and ding up the walls. And it's been working fine. It just is a little bit more time consuming. Um, and I think you guys are going to be stoked. So the, the vibe, I'll explain more when I'm filming in there. And then you can choose if you like it or not, because it's very different. I have a friend right now out of town that is being, <laughs> ski patrol has to go save them because they're in a bowl and it's, there's too much powder and they were supposed to ski through the bowl and out, but they stopped at the bottom of the bowl, one did, and then waited for their friend and now they're stuck in the bowl. So I'm just getting updates <laughs> about their safety. It's fine. They have cell service. Like it's not a, you know, there's, there's not anything crazy going on. It's just, they're stuck and can't get out. And I was like, Jesus, that would be scary to be like, if you're backcountry skiing or something and you're just relying on yourself to get yourself out of there, that's why I never, I don't really take up sports or things that will get me into any kind of situation that I can't get out of. And that has held me back a lot from certain sports. And I don't have the best relationship with my own sense of direction. So I'm the type of person that could probably get lost, um, like on a hike, even though, you know, you just go back down the mountain, but you think I, I'm, I'm like convinced that I'm going the right way, but then I second guess myself and I'm like, am I going the right way? Even this happens to me when I'm driving on the highway or driving into a place that I've been a hundred times and I start to take notice of other things that I haven't seen before. And I start to convince myself that I'm going the wrong way where I have to pull my maps up. I just am like that. So I know that like I do some fairly extreme things, not like really super extreme but I'm not like carving a new path to create some sort of adrenaline adventure for myself I'd rather just use my trail forks app <laughs> which is like you can use it cross-country skiing uh, mountain biking hiking you name it it's just an app that is um Essentially, you can upload new trails if you discover something and you know that this makes a loop over here. You can kind of follow your path. Anyway, it's just it's a it's kind of like a map of wherever you are where there doesn't where there aren't maps that exist where you can't be like, I want to take this trail, but you have no idea where it goes. Open up your Trail Forks app and likely it will show where you need to go. So, yeah, anyway, that's what's going on at this point. But so far, so good. <laughs> Um, what was I talking about? Okay, the studio space. And uh, yeah, my front porch looks like it's just insane right now. Um, also building furniture. So I, I've ordered a lot of things from Wayfair. I shouldn't say a lot of things, but things from Wayfair. Things like, you know, I've got this really beautiful retro shelf that I ordered. I'm super happy with it. I was a little nervous because some of the reviews were a little bit, but it's exactly what I wanted. Um, it took me about an hour and a half to build. And then I started to get in this like mode where I'm like, I'm going to open that box and I'm going to build. And before you know it, it's like 6.30 and I haven't even eaten breakfast yet. <laughs> 6.30 PM. Um, <clears throat> so I've just been really going cause I really want to get in there. And, uh, it's been fun. It's always very satisfying when you, when things start coming together, it's a bit scary initially before you start seeing the end results. But I kept telling people that were coming up there because the paint job is wild. Like I said, you'll just have to wait and see. But they were like, oh, okay. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> I'm going to be bringing in different elements of color and things to make this paint make sense. And I know I'm wallpapering basically the longer stretch of wall, but I needed something to kind of like ground it and I'm glad I found the one that I did um also I have a bathroom up there so I've got some really so so the theme is very retro almost a little bit over the top but I want something that feels like it's been there for a long time it's triggering certain things in me that really um evoke this like nostalgic feeling even though I'm not from that era necessarily like the 60s and 70s 
I have this affinity to that era of decor, mid-mod, like mid-century modern, um, funky stuff, really, I'd, I'd like to start kind of collecting some more interesting art pieces, kind of. I've, I'm still waiting for all of my um, <laughs> uh, wall art that I ordered. I've got one piece right now, but anyway, but until I have it all, I just want to make sure I'm choosing the right thing for the space and uh, it's just a lot of fun and it's going to be different. It's going to be great. And I'm getting out of my house. So for those of you that work in your own home, it's very convenient and there are a lot of great things about it, but I am the type of person that will walk by a little cluster of mess and just have to just kind of, I have to clean it before I continue what I'm doing. Or I realize, oh yeah, this I have to make this phone call. Like I forgot, like, so it, it, there's always distractions and I'm a very distracted person, big, like big time. <laughs> so it makes it very difficult. And then people showing up in my house. So I have friends, family that just come over and just come in, which I love that they feel comfortable enough to do that. And like, I love that too. But there are times when... I am where I need to work and I'm already behind and I have an appointment at this time and they show up and I'm just like, okay, well, that just go, went out the window. But if I'm kind of locked away in my space, I'm going to have like double locks so that people can't just walk in. Like they'll, I'll probably finish filming and they'll all be in my house anyway, but at least it won't be stopping me from like what I'm doing. Um, right now the plumbing is not hooked up in the bathroom. So when I move my studio in there, I'm going to literally be pe like peeing in a bucket, <laughs> but not just any bucket. I have this like little, it's like a five gallon pail, but it comes with like this special toilet top and then I'm just going to have to pee in it and then just dump it out, wash it out and bring it back up every time I film, <laughs> um, until the spring, until the ground has thawed a little bit. Uh, and then that way I can actually like. I think, no, I have running water. I just don't have the proper drainage for like gray water. Or no, what is, what is it like when you have a camper, there's gray water and then there's blue, black water? The poopy pee pee water is the bad water. I don't have the drain for that. I just have dra the drain for regular water from like washing your hands. I'm like, I, if, if I can wash my makeup sponges and my brushes, whew, I'll be good. I can just piss in a bucket. It's fine. No pooping in a bucket. Just peeing in a bucket. <laughs> How classy am I? <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into cocktails. I, for Christmas, received these. And these are really, really super cool. And I love the marketing with this. These are called craft mix mixes. And I got three. I have a mango margarita, a strawberry mule, probably take on like a Moscow mule and a classic margarita. So all you need to do is add water, add tequila, and then add the mix, shake, 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 and enjoy is what it says. So my plan is said to add sparkling water, which I don't have right now, but it's fine. Cause I don't think I, most margaritas are sparkling, are they? Uh, regardless, I'm gonna make the mango margarita because I'm the most curious about this one. And I brought tequila up. I don't know, the um, the strawberry mule says just add water, or sorry, vodka, water, and ice, but I'm, I'm kind of feeling tequila right now. I know my outfit is so Valentine's Day. And I thought to myself, actually the skirt, let's check the skirt out. Um, I thought to myself, I should probably save this outfit for Valentine's Day, but let's not lie to ourselves. I'm gonna have ordered something fresh for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Do I need to? Mm -mm -mm. Am I going to? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So all I need is ice, water, the mix, and tequila. So let's just dive straight into this cocktail. I also have a margarita glass. Or this is a daiquiri glass. Either way. The vessel you serve something in should not change the flavor or the... It's oh, not true. Because, like, some glasses are meant for, like, more breathability if you're serving, like, a whiskey and stuff. 
This is my orange juice mixed with a bit of iced tea. Um, I mix it with iced tea because iced tea is sugar-free and the orange juice isn't. So trying to get back on the keto train. Um, am I there yet? No. Any updates? No. Okay. Well, sometimes no news is good news. That's what my mom always used to say, where she wouldn't really pressure us. Like if we were going someplace, like driving hours away, she'd be like, if you remember text, you know, so, so in case we didn't, she wouldn't be like left freaking out because we didn't call or text. It's kind of a good way to run your life is not be so hyper dependent on somebody to acknowledge something like I made it, whatever. And if you don't you're like pacing back and forth and, you know, but there it's all dependent on your genetics and your personality. I'm going to talk about that after I make this cocktail because I'm excited about this. And I also don't know what I'm going to make for dinner. But I got something I can whip up, I'm sure. Um, dust bunnies never killed nobody, right? So what should I do first? So I think first I'm going to add the water. I'm assuming this is roughly like three ounces of water. I don't probably need this much, but I'll just put that much in. Then I'm going to add the mix. Ooh, oh, what is that? Okay. This smells divine. Smells like, it smells kind of like mango cotton candy is what it smells like. But this is also giving me something else. I kind of want to keep it to figure out. <laughs> I'm going to keep a little sample just so I can keep smelling it. Very, very delicious smelling. So this is not going to be sugar-free. Ingredients, fructose, citric, citric acid, lime juice powder, natural flavor, mango powder, vegetable juice, beta carotene, stevia leaf extract, sodium citrate, fructose. There's still like fruit sugars in there, which is fine. A little bit. Well, that's not true. Sometimes a little bit can push you over the edge, but we're good. Okay. So I got the water in there. The mango mix is dissolving. Now I'm going to add two ounces of tequila. Now this is Tremana small batch tequila. It is not mezcal um, after New Year's. And I didn't drink any mezcal on New Year's, but I was close to doing a shot. And I was like, nope, I just have officially determined that I cannot drink mezcal. It's not it has actually like really ruined my love for tequila. So I've decided I got to stop mixing in mezcal like here and there. I just have to stop drinking that and go back to old school tequila. So this is a, um, what type of tequila? Pure agave tremana tequila. It's like sometimes it, it'll be like a reposado. It is a reposado. It says right at the top. Okay. So let's go two of these one two now I'm not going to add anything else because I really want to taste this mix and being that it's a margarita mix I'm assuming that there's going to be some lime and there's going to be other elements of margarita in there oh I need some ice These Yetis, my sister bought this for me. Oh, was it her? I can't remember. Um, anyway, they're amazing. And I have three now. I kind of want more, but they're expensive. Okay, here we go. don't try to hit it right away I can just kind of unscrew it. it smells good all right so we're gonna strain this into here then we're gonna add our little I didn't bring a straw but I do have a bamboo straw that I just used for this so I might use this let me just finish that and then I'll be 
cleansing my palate with the last little sip of water before I taste this. What am I doing? Okay. Oh my God. Can you guys see the color of fucking on my laptop? It's okay, it's fine. Just a little bit like through the keys. No, I don't. Okay, thank God. I thought I'm like, did I stop the recording? Anyway, it's fine. It's fine. It's all good. Um, I should have known better, but hey, we're going to try that again because you have to see this color. Let me just take a sip first. Hmm. This color. I don't know why I thought that maybe holding this closer to the camera would show you clearer the color, the color more, color more clearly. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. What are we going to throw into this? It's got to be lime, dried lime. I would say that I wonder if the classic margarita would have more citric acid in it. So citric, citric acid is the second ingredient in this one. The one we just used, the second ingredient is citric acid. Okay, so it's gonna be not as, it's good to know, just because it needs a little bit of lime. Believe it or not, these do lend quite a lot of flavor. Uh, God, it smells like heaven on earth. Um, two cocktails. Now, I kind of want to have it on the edge of the glass, but I think we're just going to not do that. <laughs> we're just going to drink it like this. Um, you know what? I really should have thought ahead and like decorated the rim with some sugar or something, but I didn't. It's okay. I'm just getting back into the, gro into the groove of things and it's 2024 now. And I'm just loving life. And if my margarita glass doesn't have a rim of sugar I'm or salt I, I'm okay with it yes one of the few times my cocktail does not match my outfit it's funny I was <laughs> I filmed the my like my um projector review on my main channel and so a company called Enka Life sent me seven different galactic type projectors um outer space uh, aurora borealis um different moon planets things like that so um but when I was filming the talking part I was sitting like literally right here and it was like cock it said like cock the whole time and people were, were commenting like is anybody else laughing at the uh, at the obvious and I was like I kept trying to figure it out I'm like do I have something in my teeth or whatever because I'm so used to kind of being in this position when I'm filming uh and it was because I was just blocking the rest of the word cocktail I was just saying cock and it was pretty like blatant but it's fine because it was funny and I'm just it's funny because this I love this neon sign. I paid a lot of money for this. Apparently, neon signs with multiple colors are a lot more expensive. And when I saw this, I was like, this is the neon sign I need for my podcast. These guys are considered mini neons. So it's actually like a neon rim. And then this is like, ooh, <laughs> this is more... Um, like a cut into this acrylic and then it just lights up automatically because of the light around it. So um, I love them. But for my new studio space uh, and for my new like kitty liquor podcast filming area, I'm going to have to readjust where things go. The wallpaper that I've put in my new space is a, like, I'm not sure how well, because there's, excuse me, there's like, detail it not detail it's a pattern so I don't want it to kind of this to clash with it very much but I've got some really neat other things I'm planning on incorporating including um for Christmas I got these 
LED light panels and they're a square by a company called Twinkly and you can connect your phone to the square. So I believe each square panel has eight, 16 other little other squares. So like pixelated squares. So I could literally put whatever I wanted on those squares, but I've seen some people configure them because I got six of them. So three and three. So it's kind of like rectangular or you could do it like this way or you can put them all in a row or you can put them like kind of like a Z shape. So I love the idea of being able to kind of have them all in a row like this behind me. And then you can put like, um, you can you, you can make them into like animated GIFs or GIFs, G-I-Fs, where it could look like almost like a fireplace behind me or flying through the universe or whatever. It's kind of endless, very fun and creative, but they're also black when you're not using them. So it would be a little bit of a clash, but anyway, it's just another kind of cool thing. I thought about, should I buy another six and have 12 and then sort of have more of like a larger image? Is it necessary? Really? Not necessarily necessary. <laughs> um, but like I said, my wheel, my wheels start turning and cause I'm such a light person. I realized I was in Best Buy and I, Re like I'm so drawn to the LED light section, the ambiance, like the home ambiance. And, and so even with this podcast, you know, I used to light up my cocktails and I still want to get back to it. I just can't find a reliable little stand that will continue working long enough for me to be able to light up my cocktails. Because if you sit this on like a little LED panel or a little round, it will shine up through the glass in the same way that this is lit up here through the acrylic. It will shine up through the glass and look really super cool. And I do want to get back to that. If I can, technology's changing and I'm, I maybe just need to not try to find the cheapest thing possible. <laughs> I have to actually like go to a legitimate website instead of just trying to wing it on like Amazon or wherever. Um, and another update, we still have no snow and it's wild right now. I've not been able to groom my cross country ski trails, which is such a bummer uh, because it is now January and I have not cross country skied once. So I'm kind of tempted to just get on my skis and rip around. The thing is with, I don't have class, I have... I have um, scale skis, not classics. Classics have more of an edge, whereas my skis are scaled. So essentially there's no edge on them. So you have no control whatsoever. So you need a bit of like sink into the snow to just kind of be able to maneuver around, which I can't. Not now anyway. So I love, I love the idea that the roads are great and for traveling on the highway and stuff like that but I need some snow in my life. And so does everybody else around here. <laughs> some people hate snow. Like I have a few like people that I know, mostly from going to the grocery store, they're like older people that are retired, but they still work there. And they love that there's no snow. They're like, I don't have to shovel my porch and I don't need to worry about like driving slow around this or that or. Um, so there are some benefits to not having snow also the water tables will dry up around here. So a lot of us that live here up in the mountains, our water comes from underground. You have to drill a well when you buy a property up here, unless you can buy one that's already had a well. But if you build like I did, you need to drill into the ground until you hit water. It's a gamble because sometimes you can reach water 40 feet down. Sometimes you can reach water 650 feet down, but you pay by depth. So if you get the water truck up here, I shouldn't, it's not the water truck, but the drillers, you're paying more the deeper you have to go to find water. Of course, it makes sense because they leave the pipes in. So you're paying for every pipe that goes in, you're paying for their time. Then if you hit water, you don't necessarily have the best quality water because that specific vein under the ground is full of iron for whatever reason. So it's kind of complex, but 
when there's no snow, there's no melt in the spring to feed these water tables. So a lot of people that live higher up are really running dry and for the last few years have had to dig a hole, put a cistern in there, a big tank, like a great big water tank, just to have backup for if the water tables dry up and they're drying up. So I don't remember a year where we've had such a small amount of snow up until this point. So we are, unless we get a ton of snow in the next couple of months, which I don't think is in the forecast, a lot of these people are going to be dry, bone dry. And it's not a total crisis in the sense that they can get water. Um, you know, it's not that there's no water to find or refill their cisterns. It's extra work and very inconvenient. But then we have a year like we had last year. Like one of my favorite cities in the world is Kelowna. Freaking rurally, not the town itself, burnt to a fucking crisp. Pardon my language. A place that I've been going for year after year after year, the Okanagan Resort, the, one of the original resorts in Kelowna, has burnt to the ground. Multi-million dollar homes, big homes, little homes, all kinds of homes gone. Um, so we need snow. So snow actually, and, and, and maybe in Kelowna it's not so much snow, like they, they do get snow there too, and every bit of moisture helps, but the condensation has just been getting less and less and less and less. And so it's scary to think that maybe we won't get any more snow this year. Say we didn't get like even another couple inches where it will be so dry by May that we're just going to be kindling up in here. <laughs> and I don't mean to like chuckle when I say that. It's kind of what I do mostly to, um, you know, when I feel a little bit nervous. <laughs> uh, it's really just not a good thing. So <clears throat> I understand there are these like crises happening, crises, crises happening everywhere. Um, but it's starting to kind of hit home more because I feel like up here in the mountains, up high, we don't have risk of a lot of things besides fire, but we don't have, we don't, like, I'd love to live on the ocean, but I don't have the worry of ocean type disasters happening. You know, like there's probably a handful that you can just come off the top of your head, like that could happen. Um, we don't really get a lot of earthquakes in this area. Wildfires though are insane. That's why a hundred thousand percent I'm building an in-ground swimming pool. I have my little above ground that I've been using for the last couple of years. My plan is to finish the garage, finish my studio, get all of that done. I don't want to have like a couple projects on the go. Like I want to get, I need to finish this and then that. And when that's totally finished, then start something else. Because not only it's my job to try on bikinis, um, it's also a great big vat of water if I need to throw my pump in and start like protecting my property with water. Sometimes you can't do anything about it, right? If your forest around your property is really well manicured, I mean, all the dead growth on the bottom of quarter of the tree. So if you think of like a tall pine tree, a beautiful tall pine, the bottom 12 feet, so say, say it's a 40 foot tree, the bottom 10 feet is typically dry and dying. So you prune your tree up to that point. So you're eliminating any tinder that's going to light that candle on fire. Because essentially, that's going to be what's going to light first, right? Is the bottom of the tree. Um, the dry, dead stuff, get rid of it. All of the forest floor, any fallen trees, brush, dead this, dead that, get rid of it. So we, I, like my neighbor was explaining this to me. And I was like, as if... As if there's not like a company, which there probably is, but nobody has ever approached me and said, look, 
we have a problem in our future, which is dry summers every year, wildfire potential every year. Nothing seems to be going away. It's not like we're, we're going to get the next 10 years are going to be wet and humid and, you know, like condensation is going to be at a peak level and you're not going to... No, it's kind of... The, it's trending that it's getting worse and worse and worse every year. Why is there not a company, like I said, that has approached me, but in my entire neighborhood up here, we're surrounded by forest, but hire somebody to go and just get rid of all the dead growth. So if there is a fire that starts to roll through, your, your trees won't start candling immediately. Like if there's moisture in anything, because I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing. I was trapped snowmobiling one time with a friend. I just spilled the entire cocktail on myself. I was just leaning to turn this on and this, what happened okay you know what we're gonna do we're just gonna keep on keeping on i know it kind of looks yellow like i just pissed myself but i didn't okay and luckily there's not a ton of sugar so it won't be super sticky how did i get it Christ on the floor. Ugh. All I had to do was pee. And also my camera uh, card filled up. And do I have an update with my friends? Okay, they're on their way. Whew. Home, that is. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what that means. Um, Wow, the one time I have like a really strong, colorful cocktail, it spills on my sugar thrills. <laughs> Frick. <sighs> I mean, nothing a little soap and water can't fix. Um, what was I talking about? Now I completely forget. What I was talking about. Um, I was talking about fires. And I was talking about. Um, what else? I wish I had a cocktail to help me remember what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, wait, there's still a sip left. I might just have to make. Another one. <laughs> Hot diggity dog. Um, oh, I know what I was talking about. I'll get back to that. I was talking about, as I'm cleaning here, don't mind me. Am I just disastrous self? Um, I was on a little trapping adventure with a friend. And we... <laughs> That's out of your face. We were about 40 kilometers from the nearest road. So when you're on a snowmobile trapping, you're not following, you're not really on trails. You're kind of just, depending on the snowfall, sometimes it kind of looks like um, an incredible, like, I don't know, free for all. You can go wherever you want because there's so much snow that you don't need a road. You just go right? You go between trees, up, down, like you could have rock boulders below you and whatever, but you don't see them because they're covered in snow. It's kind of like a magical land of everything just becomes accessible. So we're on this trail and not this trail, but we're just going to where these traps are. And I guess the trail was there. It was just from where the, the traps were set from the time before. So you just follow your old snowmobile trail. So <laughs> we're heading out there, doubling on one sled. We didn't have our own sleds. And as far as I remember, um, we were just cruising along, not, not doing anything crazy. And 
I'm just stepping on these paper towels, by the way, if you're wondering what I'm doing. Absorbing the shit out of this carpet. This is now going to be a spare bedroom in my house, so I not a good time to have stains. But anyway, um, so suddenly the snowmobile just made a really funny noise and just stopped. Stopped moving altogether. Right away, it was diagnosed as a broken belt. So the drive belt snapped. Well, what do you know? We don't have an extra drive belt and we have maybe one bar of service, maybe. There's so much snow this year that if you get off your sled and step off into it, you're up to your waist. So the only traction is on the sled trail because it's already compressed from the weight of the sled. So we're thinking, damn it, we're screwed. The fact that we had one bar of service off and on was a good sign because it meant potentially if we went a little further this way or this way or this way or this way, we could get more of a bar. But hiking in six foot deep snow uh, is very difficult. You have to essentially lay on the surface and like swim. Almost in the same way that if you are approaching somebody who crashed through ice, you don't want to just walk out there. You want to spread out your weight, right? In the same way that like a lynx foot is like this big because they have to be able to walk on top of the snow. So to get anywhere that wasn't on our trail, which would be like south. Anyway, I don't exactly know, but you'd have to do that or build yourself some sort of snowshoe so anyway long story short we're stranded out there tried immediately to send text or phone calls both failed so we knew we had to get somewhere else now here's the catch on the back of the snowmobile we had um, newspaper we had kindling which for those that you don't know are are little pieces of wood to start a fire. Dry wood, dry um, newspaper, and matches, lighters, everything you need to start a fire. So get this. We try for an hour to get service. We can't get service. We can't get enough service, I should say, to communicate with anybody. Now, we are like, we're going to have to build a shelter and we're going to have to spend the night out here. Not the end of the world. If you have a fire, you can kind of make it work. So we try to light a fire. Okay, we have the, we have the, the newspaper underneath, some kindling on top. I've gone and swam out to the bush to grab broken branches, right? The bottom 10 feet of the tree are kind of full of, still a bit of moisture, but... We could not get a fire going. There was so much humidity out there. And you don't think about it when you are in like a winter situation because it seems dry. The snow's dry, you're dry. Like you don't feel the humidity in the same way you do like in the summer if you're on vacation in Mexico or somewhere really humid or Holland. Um, we were trying for about 45 minutes to just get a fire going. Then I thought to myself, if we didn't have, if we did not have newspaper, kindling, fire start, like, like a match, um, a lighter, how the hell would you survive out there? You can't really go anywhere. We'd have to like dig a snow cave and huddle and try to just wait for somebody to come get us. But my point is, even with everything we needed to start a fire, if the conditions aren't right, you cannot start a fire. It's like being, it was almost like being in a rainforest and it's pouring rain. You're not going to start a fire. So it was just like a really strange experience and like a very strong learning experience. Um, we also did, like, if you're like, oh, did you like dig a hole? Did you do this? Did you like amount, like it was getting oxygen. It was just, everything was damp. And it didn't matter that it was dry out and snow. It was just almost impossible to get a fire going. We got a fire going, finally, a very, very small one that we had to work very hard at keeping going because all the 
branches and dried bits that we found, dry bits, were all kind of saturated with this humidity. So it's like if you hold a match or a lighter on really kind of like fresh green grass, you're not, it's not going to light up on fire. Like it's, it's totally not what you think. So anyway, I think I'm pretty close to, I'm glad this wasn't purple or blue or something. I will say the orange is sort of blending it with like my oatmeal colored carpet. So hurrah, <laughs> do I make another one? Uh, maybe I'm just going to try. I don't have any more water. though. Oh yeah, I do. I've got this much water and then tequila. And then I think, no, and I have more water because this ice has melted a bit. So we're good. I'm going to try the strawberry mule just to get crazy up in here. Um, so this is just add vodka, water and ice makes one cocktail. So let's smell this one. See if it smells as good as the last one. Sure, if you can see the mixture in there, it's got little red bits. I'm sure that's probably just dye <laughs> to make it red. Okay, I'm gonna put the water in first. There's ice in there, and this is good tequila, and I wasted it by <laughs> being an idiot. Oh well, I didn't even catch it on camera. I just turned the camera on. That looks like two ounces, right? I think so. Actually, I'm curious. Let's see how much it really is. Just getting crazy and knocking everything over. One ounce. I was right. How does this happen every time? I don't know. But I was right again. So is this gonna be a bread cocktail? Do I have any other liquid I can throw in there? Only other liquid I have in here is simple syrup and alcohol. So we're just gonna shake, shake, shake this up and see what happens. One thing I've learned is that when you have Dutch cheeks, you can't really do anything too vigorously without the wiggle or the jiggle. Not just in your face cheeks either. <laughs> um, okay, I have a little tiny little splash of mango in the bottom still, but that's okay. We're using all the liquid we can get. Okay, could use a little more water, but we're just making do with what we have in the same way that we tried to start fire in the middle of winter in the bush and couldn't. I don't know how that applies here, but <laughs> hey, do you think the universe was mad at me for not having matched my cocktail to my outfit that it made me spill it and make one that does? Let me just see. Whoa. So you know what? I'm another level of idiot because I used tequila <laughs> instead of vodka. Which I, oh, okay. I only have gin up here. So I still wouldn't have been able to make it as good as the original recipe, but this could be better. Cheers. I'm not gonna throw the old lime in. I'm gonna grab an orange slice. <sighs> These make me happy. These make me wanna just have a Christmas tree of just dried wheels of citrus. And in fact, I have the orange, I have lemon and lime, and I could have the grapefruit, but I don't. Why? I'm not sure because the grapefruit would have been actually even more perfect in here, but. Oh yeah. It needs a bit of citrus. So if you ever buy these craft mix, they're delicious but you want some lemon, lime, something in there. This orange won't do too much. It's not as much as like the lemon or the lime. So strategically, I should have one of those in there, but this just looks pretty. We've had an adventure today 
and I didn't really even get into what I wanted to talk about because it's incredible um, to me. Uh, and I need more time to get into it. And I also have to talk to the person I'm going to talk to about what I can talk about <laughs> because there's some controversy and I'm about to get super heavily involved with something that I'm going to take all of you along the ride with me because it is health related and it might sound hokey and boring and whatever, but, um, this is going to apply to this is going to apply to each and every one of you. Uh, and maybe it's one of the most important things that you could do for yourself ever in your entire life, because I feel like it's going to be what one of the most important, cr not crazy, but important things I can do for my own self in my lifetime. And it's a newer thing. And it's something that, um, I'm passionate enough about to have gotten to the point where I'm at where it's a little scary, but it's okay. I know I'm so evasive <laughs> certain things where I'm like, I'm alluding to this or that. And you guys are like, what are you even talking about? And then the next episode, I'll forget to talk about it, And you're like ripping your own hair out. Um, but I'm going to make it very clear. And before I really delve into talking about it, I need to make sure I have some points written down and some things that will preface this in the best way possible. Because, like I said, um, to each and every one of you listening, there is something big coming up, not just for me and my life, for my channel, or just it's the outreach that I have for this. So um, stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe so you don't uh, miss out on what I got coming up. Also, if you want to see my new studio, I'm hoping that next episode, I'm not going to promise just because... I don't want to move my electronics in there until it's ready because working around all this stuff is going to be difficult. So I need to get all that finished, ready, and then we're going to be good to go. And we're going to just have a new space, a new hangout spot. I'm going to show you everything that I did um, because I'm proud of it and it's not quite done yet. But anyway, it's all good. All positive things. We just need some snow. But... You guys, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 118. And I apologize if this is an extra day late just because of some things that are, you know, happening. Um, I love you all. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, amazing day. And I will see you in the next episode. This is Kitty Liquor, L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. And I will see you all in the next one.